0: Hey, hey, welcome to the Home with Havala podcast. I'm Ben Cunnington, hosting this month, and it's December already, guys. I can't believe it. Thanksgiving has come and gone. We are headed towards Christmas, and that means this month is Advent. Uh, that's what we're jumping into this month on the podcast. So, uh, Havil and I love this time of year, Advent, what it represents, and just the traditions, and just what this season really means. So, we're gonna be jumping into a special Advent series uh, all month long. So, um, we'll be diving into that in just a minute. But first, I wanted to make sure you knew about our upcoming online Bible study. Every January, Havala hosts a free online Bible study. We kick off the year every year, starting January 1st, and this year's no different. And guys, we're getting excited, and we are getting ready. It's a brand new study, and it's called I Dream Big, Uh, and we're talking all about dreaming with god how to chase your dreams with god god is really the author of every dream and desire and and fulfillment so we're going to be kicking that off again january 1st it's free it's completely free it's going to be a 20-day study this year um, and guess what? There is a brand new book out as well. Uh, it's available for pre-order. You don't have to have the book to join into the study, but we always recommend it for the kind of the, the, the best experience and to get the most out of it. Uh, if you'd like to sign up for this Bible study, save your spot, it is free. Just go to truthtotable.com right now and you can save your spot and pre-order that book if you'd like to do that as well. Okay. We're going to jump into part one of our Advent series right now, and I'll catch you at the end.
1: I wanted to spend some time leading you in ways to kind of stay present in this season. I know I need it and I'm sure you need it. And sometimes it's really good to do it together. So in my heart, what I want to do is kind of gather you around my family table and say, let's talk about what's important to us in this season. Let's gather and talk about it. So this is what I want to do with you. And I want to talk about Advent in a way that maybe you haven't heard before, or maybe just refresh your heart in it. Now, I didn't grow up celebrating Advent. In fact, um, I came from a pretty, um, I don't know, modern church where we didn't do a lot of that. But we had a couple years ago, we did a series at our church I was at, and one of the girls had come from a more of a conservative community, and she was like, let's celebrate Advent with your church. So we put candles, and we talked about what what the different meetings were, and I remember it to this day. It was so meaningful. It really grounded me in the season, and that's what I want to do for you guys. So You know, I am, I'm here to inspire you and encourage you, but I'm also here to spiritually lead you. And that's really my heart is to kind of spiritually lead you. Now, it's really important to understand that Advent means to wait. It's the waiting. And I've even read, I read one of the definitions was a season of devout and joyful preparation for the coming of Jesus. Now that can kind of sound, I don't know, formal. Devout can sound kind of, um, you know, like you're a nun, maybe in, a, in some convalescent hall, convalescent, <laughs> that's the wrong place, <laughs> in, a, in some kind of co- convent, thank you, I'll catch myself. But, um, you know, we kind of think it can be formal. But it's not like that. A couple weeks ago, we had my family coming up to visit. And we knew that they were gonna get out of school and then um, my sister and her husband were gonna drive up with their kids and they were gonna spend three full days with us. So about the time they were gonna arrive, we of course, all the lights are on, candles are lit, music is playing, we're ready for them to come and every time a car would drive by, my kids would run out and look if it's them. And finally, my kids begged me, will you please call them and ask them where they are? And I called them, oh, we got a little stuck in traffic. By the time they got here, which was not much later than 30 minutes, they were like, we ran out to the car and they immediately ran in the house. I and mean, it was like this most joyful experience. And that is what Advent is. Advent isn't some pious, quiet, formal thing. No, no. It's the believers of Jesus waiting in expectation saying, are you here yet? Are you here yet? When are you getting here? Are you getting here? I'm ready. I'm ready for you to come. That is what Advent is. That's what happens in our hearts. And I love that. So what I really want us to realize is that we are expectant for God to break in anywhere and at any time. That is the goal of Advent, that we are expected for God to break in at any time or any place. So that's the critical part of Advent. Now, you know, I'm not a great waiter, uh, but I find more and more that good things are worth waiting for, and I think God kind of knew about that. It's kind of His, maybe his method as well. So as you can see, I have candles sitting here, and for some of you, you know what this is, but for others, you don't. So I want to kind of walk you through the symbolism of it so you kind of know what we're doing. First of all, the candles are wrapped around by a evergreen wreath. Now, this isn't real, I know, right? But this is it's symbolic of an evergreen truth and love that God brings us. It's also in a circle form, which really connects to the fact that God's love is unending and does not have, uh, is is just encompasses us. Then you'll see that there are four candles, four tall candles. Each of these candles represent a thousand years. It's been 4,000 years since the prophecy of Jesus and each of these represent those years. They each have different meanings. And then clearly the middle one is actually, doesn't always happen in an Advent um, a wreath, but the middle one represents the purity of Jesus. And that one gets lit either on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. Each of these candles get lit on the Sunday uh, leading up to Christmas. So we are, yesterday was our fourth Sunday Uh, before Christmas and so we lit the first candle and then we'll continue to go and then Christmas Eve we'll light the the final candle. So this is what all of this represents and really the reason we use candles is that we are, really Jesus was the light, right? He's the light of the world. He came into a dark place and he lit it up and the Bible says, don't let your light hide but let it shine before all men that we could know the Father. So again, very important light and darkness, candles and all of that. So this actually, the first one is is the hope candle. And a lot of people call it the prophet's candle. And the prophet's candle is that it recognizes that there were prophetic words that went forth that prophesied that Jesus would come. You know, this is really important. Christmas isn't just about Jesus being the reason or, you know, I like a real spiritual Christmas song. We have to understand that, that Christmas represents God fulfilling his promise throughout the generations that he came and that he's coming again. This is really important. This isn't like, oh, we just celebrate you being born. No, 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 Advent is about you came, you did what you said you would do. You came and you were who you said you were, but not only that, you are coming again, which means we expect you to do it again. It's it's both and, it's you came and you're coming and we expected both of those. So this is part of that um, prophetic kind of symbol of hope. I love this quote I read today. God's people were abused by power-hungry kings, led astray by self-centered prophets and half-hearted religious leaders, which resulted in some longing for God to raise up a new king who would teach them to be God's people and to lead them in righteousness and truth. They longed to return to God's dynamic presence in their midst. So remember, they begin to ask for God to come. Now you'll see that Jesus was woven in history like a gold ribbon all the way through from the Old Testament to the New Testament and we see his reality. But I want to read from the book of Isaiah, chapter seven, verse 17. It says, all right then, the the Lord himself will give you a sign. Look, a virgin will conceive a child. She will give birth to him, to a son, And she will call him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. This was prophesied by the prophet Isaiah. And we find, we fast forward to the book of Matthew and we find that that was true. So this represents all the prophetic words of hope that says we may not have seen it yet, but it's coming. Think about that in our own lives. How many things has God said over us, a promise, and we light the hope candle saying, God, you said this is going to happen. I don't know when it's going to happen, but I trust your word, that your word will be fulfilled. And so we wait on you because we know that you will be faithful to complete the work in which you began. The hope is the expect- expectation of hope that he came to a manger at one point and he'll come again through the sky, the Bible says. So it's really important is to look at, at who he is. He was not just an earthly king. He didn't come as an earthly king. Uh, he was king, but he came in a manger. And this is really important to realize that, you know, everyone had an idea of who he would be and how he would come. And I think the world is like that. We all kind of have this idea of how we think God's gonna move or how he's gonna break in. But you know, I think Advent in our hearts is that expectation that he will come. He will break in at any time or any moment, he will come. And that's how we, it's important how we stay ready. And the book of Mark, it talks about us being ready and staying alert. And I want to read this part to you. It says, Mark Mark chapter 13, verse 32, I'm reading from the Amplified Version. It says, but of that exact day or hour, no one knows, not even the angels in heaven nor the son in his humanity, but the father alone. Sorry, but the God in heaven knows when Jesus is gonna come back, when he's gonna be sent back. But not even the angels know. Nobody knows when this is gonna happen. I mean, not even Jesus, which is so wild. God is the only one. And then verse 33 says, be on guard, stay consistently alert and pray for you do not know when the appointment time will come, when the appointed time will come. Verse 34, it is like a man away on a journey when he left his home, put his servants in charge, each with his particular task and also ordering the doorkeeper to be continually alert, verse 35. Therefore, be continually alert for you do not know when the master of the house is coming, whether in the evening or at midnight or on the rooster crows or in the morning, verse 36, stay alert in case he should come suddenly and unexpectedly And find you asleep and unprepared. Verse 37, when I say to you, I say to everyone, be alert, stay awake and be cautious, continually cautious. Now I was thinking about this as I read this. I remember as a little girl being at a church and they had each of us take a passage and a couple of the friends had to go and act out a passage. And I remember as a, as a little girl, they gave us this passage. And so I remember the whole play was that we were walking and then all of a sudden, one of the persons turns to look at his friends and they, we would like run and hide. And we left our coats on the ground. And I'm sure that it was like symbolic to the rapture, although I don't even know if I believe that anymore. But part of that was this kind of idea that it could happen at any moment. Now that can bring fear when you're not ready. Nothing is worse than when you're not ready. Nobody wants to have a baby when you're not ready. Nobody wants to, you know, have, a, have something happen when you're not ready. People come visit when you're not ready. But when you're ready, man, you're like game on. Let's do this. And that's what Advent is about. Advent is to remind us about being ready for His coming. That's what it's about. It's not about celebrating His birth. It's about actually saying, okay, wait, wait, wait. I'm going to take four weeks at the end of the year and i'm going to make sure that my home is ready, my heart is ready, my mind is ready, my life is ready that if he was to come when he breaks through i'm expectant that it could be any time or anywhere and i'm ready for him. It's that expectation, not a fear but of excitement and uh you know really it actually relates to wholeheartedness. I'm wholehearted in expecting you to come back and getting ready for you to come back. So this is super cool. Not um, We don't just hope that he's coming. We know that he will come. This is important. Uh, not not the hope that wishes something will happen, but the hope that knows it will happen. So we're not going, oh, one day I hope you come back. No, he, we know you're coming back. We are. We, our expectation is in the reality that you. we know you'll do what you said you would do. We're confident that you're the God who follows through. This is what we're confident in. We are expectant for God to break in at any time or anywhere because God was right about the first advent happening exactly as the prophets declared. Remember, this is what this is. We know that he will be right about the second advent. We can be fully confident. Our hope is based in knowing God will do what he said he would do. And we can wait expectantly knowing that Jesus will come back. It's gonna be a profound, I mean, it's gonna be, glorious. It's going to be exactly what we were made for. So here's the question I want to ask you today as we close. Are you ready for Jesus to come back? I want you to think about that in your heart, are you ready for him to come back? You know, some of us go, yeah, I want God to come back. Well, if he came, would you have room for him? Even in your holiday season, if he actually came and visited you with his presence in a profound way, if he came to speak to you, do you have space for him? Or would you be like, yeah, I've on the 13th, around four to five, I've got no Christmas parties, I've got no decorating or wrapping, or I've got no no. Would no. I think in order for Advent to happen in our homes, we actually have to give space for it to really prepare our hearts for God to come. And then let me ask you this, what can you do this month to make more room for God? to prepare your heart for him to come. So that might be saying no more. That might be getting up a little earlier. It might be actually not going to everything you're invited to, to give some time in preparation. We love Christmas. We love the celebration, but we are Christ followers first. We're not just Christ celebrators. And so what does that look like in preparation? Remember you are the light in a dying world. Give the hope that is within you this Christmas season. We wait in expectation. We wait for you, God, to break in at any time or any place. We are ready for you. Now, this week, I don't have declarations. What I've done is I've given you about seven different verses that we'll throw into the notes on this. And I want you to do some studying. Grab your Bible every morning, your cup of coffee, and get in the Word. Get in the Word. Feed yourself. Come on. Every single day, five, seven minutes, and read that Word and begin to look at what was said. And I think this Christmas season can be one of the most profound seasons you've had all year. I love you guys. I want to pray with you as we close. God, I thank you for each of our lives. I thank you that you were exactly who you said you would be. I thank you that you did exactly what you said you would do. You came. You came to us in a small manger. You were the God that showed up. You were King Jesus. I thank you that in this season of Advent, this first candle of hope, we put our hope in you, Jesus. If there was one word to describe hope for us, it's the word Jesus. You are our hope. You are the anchor of our soul. And we say yes to you. I ask you to protect our hearts, that we would have joy in the preparation, and that we'd be able to focus in on the reality of our season.
0: All right. Hey, that is part one of our special Advent series for 2022. I hope you enjoyed that. Make sure to tune in next week. We'll be uh, dropping the second part of this Advent series. It's going to be really, really good. Okay, that is it for today's podcast. Again, a couple reminders. Our upcoming online Bible study, I Dream Big, is kicking off soon in just under a month, January 1st through the 20th. Make sure to sign up. It is going to be awesome. And uh, you can do that at truthtotable.com. That is truthtotable.com to sign up for free. And uh, if you love this podcast, as always, make sure to share it with your friends, post on social, maybe take a screenshot, tag us uh, at truth to Table, tag Havila Cunnington, and uh, we read every review. So if you want to take a second and rate and review this podcast. Uh, We love when you do that. It helps spread the word about uh, the Home with Havla podcast. So, all right, that is it. Hope you have an amazing day and we will see you next week.